to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. What's going on, everybody? It is time for another episode of Apostates Anonymous with your host, yours truly. My name is Matt DiStefano, and I am an author, and a podcaster, and an all-around asshole, as you know by now. And uh, I'm excited for another episode today. I uh, I was going to do a Q&A, but I never got around to uh, asking the Qs, so I got no A's. And I do not have a call to make this week either. I uh, I got someone on the docket for next week, though, uh, Mr. Jeff Turner. If you're not familiar with Jeff Turner, you're going to get to know him. He's a good dude. I enjoy him very much. And uh, so we'll see what we can uh, conjure up as far as conversation goes next time. I hope you all enjoyed Adam Erickson last time, and I hope you've enjoyed all the guests. They've been wonderful, haven't they? If you have any suggestions on uh, who, you, who you want me to call, let me know. Generally, it's just friends I know, so uh, unless I hear from, from you, I will just uh, be calling up my friends who want to come on and chat. Um, anyway... Before we get rolling here, just want to give a huge shout out to all my Patreon supporters. We're not reading ads. We're doing Patreon. That's how we're going to keep this uh, ball rolling. So if you want to help out me, help out the show, go to patreon.com slash mjdistefano. Link in the show notes. $1, $5, $10, whatever, whatever you want to give. I am Super thankful for any amount of money that people support me with. And as a way of saying thank you, I have a free book, a free PDF for every supporter. And if you go up in levels, you get uh, you get more. I got, I got books, I got videos, I got all that kind of shit. So without further ado, let's get into it today. I don't even know what I want to talk about today. Honestly, I'm a little gutted at the moment. I was watching my Tottenham Hotspur slice open West Ham for the first 20 minutes. We were up 3-0. We gave up three fucking goals in the last eight minutes of the match and uh, got a draw. It felt like a loss. And I I don't really know. I'll save what I have to say about the match uh, for Football Fridays uh, this coming Friday. But it was a fucking... uh, I I was going to be on a high today. I was going to be chilling, and no, no, Tottenham had to uh, had to gut me, and uh, fair play to West Ham for not giving up, for, uh, you know, sticking with it, sticking with the program, but it was a, yeah, it was a real bitch of a game, so I'm a little bit in, in a bad mood here, and um, actually, you know what, you don't want to talk, you don't want to talk, Matt, pull it together. Pull yourself together, man. Uh, what I want to talk today about is uh, I made a video for uh, the interweb this week, 
and I hosted it on my Patreon site, but I, I opened it up to everyone. And um, it was a video that was directed to to evangelicals who support Trump. And I thought I was being honest and fair, and it wasn't political. And people were accusing me of being political. And it's like, first and foremost, like, who cares? Like, every, pretty much everything's political. But I'll just say this, like, it wasn't political. I'll double down on it and say it wasn't political. So if you haven't seen it, go to my Patreon site. It's, it's, a, it's unlocked for everyone. And watch the video. It's not fucking political just because I talk about someone who happens to now be a politician. Do you understand? I hope you understand that. Like, I didn't get into political philosophy or ideology or what I think about foreign policy, economic policy, you know, the justice system, the courts, none of that shit. I was just talking about the behavior of someone. And, and people got a lot of, a lot of support. Fair play. A lot of support from people, but there were a couple of people who got like super bent out of shape to the point where in the last week, like from people that I know online, because I don't like critique Biden in the same way I critique Trump, I've been called like abusive, violent. And look, like if Biden wins the election, I will critique the shit out of Biden. But guess fucking what? He's not in charge right now. Trump is. And so we can talk about theory and we can talk about whether the Democrats are worse or better than Republicans all day till we're blue in the face. But the president of the United States is the president of the United States. And that's Donald Trump. So he's getting my attention right now. If Biden starts fucking things up the way Trump did, if he happens to win, I will critique Biden. Don't don't sit here. And, and think that I'm some sort of shill for the left or some shill for the Democratic Party. As I said in the video, this is the first election that I have voted for a Democrat in any way, shape, or form. And that includes governor, house, senate, anything. So I'm not some, some poster boy for the left. I'm registered as a libertarian. <laughs> Gasp. But I do believe in liberal social programs, and I believe in liberal. I have, I have, I'm, a, I'm socially liberal. I'll say that. But for the most part, like I'm probably fiscally more conservative. Me, just meaning, like I don't, I don't believe in like running up debt in my own personal life and all that kind of shit. I'm no economist, so I don't fucking know how it works. I just know in my own life, I'm conservative as shit when it comes to. When it comes to uh, monetary stuff. But that's beside the point. The point being is like I said in the video. I'm not sitting here like. Trying to get my team to win. Or defending my team at all costs. My team never wins. (laughs) I'm just critiquing Trump. Because Trump's in charge. If Trump was just doing his apprentice. You're fired. His apprentice shit, his reality TV show shit, and wasn't in charge of things, I wouldn't have anything to say about the man. Just like I don't have anything to say about Hillary or Obama. They're not in charge. They don't do anything anymore. Like, I'm not going to say, well, what about Obama? Yeah, I didn't like some things about Obama. But, but for me, you can't sit here and compare Trump and Obama. But what about all the bombs he dropped? 
yeah, I critiqued that. I hated that. I hated that the drone program got expanded under Obama. Bush's uh, drone program, we'll call it. Probably more like Dick Cheney's, but whatever. I didn't like that. I thought that was bullshit. I thought Obama deporting people was kind of bullshit. But my the point of the video was to critique the behavior of Trump, not simply because of Trump, but because of the evangelicals who raised me to be better. And and it's not even, like I said in the video, they're not holding their breath and plugging their nose when they vote for Trump. They are acting like he's a fucking rock star, like he's a demigod, like he's a movie star. Newsflash! He don't give a shit about you! Do you really think he does? Come on, man. That's the point. If I acted like him as your son or daughter or or friend, you would not sit here and be okay with it. Making fun of fucking disabled people. Talking about grabbing pussy. Well, that's locker room talk. You you would not be okay with it. You're not okay even with the fact that I say pussy. You're not okay with the fact that that <laughs> people listen to secular music or watch movies that don't have a Christian message. Like some of y'all evangelicals are so puritanical, but then you turn around and support Trump so blindly. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's that's the point. That's the point. It's not about his policies. I'll sit here and talk policies all day. And and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Honestly, I really don't. I don't care if you're staunchly conservative or like super, super liberal. If it's just about policy, that's just a fun talk. But the minute you start acting like a fucking asshole and treating people with disdain and then pander to the people who should know better, that, that that's the problem I have. That's the problem I have. And when Biden wins, if Biden wins, and he does shit that I don't like. If he doesn't decriminalize cannabis like Kamala said they would. I think it should be fully legal. But hey, a step in the, the, the right direction, I guess. If they don't let people who are locked up right now for marijuana possession. If they don't let them out, I will say shit. That should be day one. People who are incarcerated for marijuana should be let out day one. If they don't do that, I will critique them. If they start warmongering, I will critique them. Don't get it twisted. I am an equal opportunist. I will equally critique both sides or anyone in charge. I'm not a prophet, but in the prophetic tradition, you critique those in charge. And I will do that. So... I just think people don't like to see Trump get critiqued because secretly they like him. Like these people online, like I don't understand, and it's libertarians too. I don't understand libertarians coming to the rushing defense of Trump. And sure, Trump has been criticized for things that he shouldn't be criticized about. He's been blamed for things that probably aren't his fault. I get that. I understand that. But, and it's a big old but, 
It's a badonka butt. We should be criticizing the shit out of a lot of things that he does. So don't sit here and think that I'm not going to do that simply because you kind of like him. <laughs> and honestly, like libertarians, I I have been one of you for a long time. I fail to understand your support of Trump. I didn't know we were going to go the fascist route. But I guess that's where we're going. We're going to defend a fascist because we're libertarians. Whew. That's a new one for me, but whatever. It's 2020. Fucking anything goes. Anything goes today. So that that's what I that's what I wanted to start out by saying. And and look, if you like Trump, just at least own it. Just at least own it. But maybe own it a little less loud. Cuz I am I know it's your first amendment right and all that shit, but I am sick and damn tired of people just screaming shit. Jesus fucking Christ. Quiet down with your flags and your yelling and all that shit. People are going around saying, oh my gosh, Trump must have a lot of support because I see all these flags and I see all this and that and people are excited. It's like, no, that's not quite true. People are just fucking loud in America. They're in your face. Trump! That doesn't mean that it's everyone. It just means it's the loud people. It's like at a frat party. The only people drinking aren't just frat people. They're just loud and obnoxious about it. But some people like to go whiskey tasting, have a nice time. Some people like to go wine tasting, have an enjoyable time. But some people like to be loud and obnoxious about shit. That doesn't mean they're the majority. It just means they're the fucking loudest and most annoying. With the big goddamn flags and trucks. And... And fuck Pelosi along the side of it. That's not excitement. That's just people like that are just loud, annoying dicks. I don't know what else to say about that. So anyway, what should we move on to next? I don't even fucking know. I don't even know what is going on in the world. But something's going to come to a head at, at this election. In the next couple of years, man. Probably quicker than that in the next couple of months. Now that we've got only like a couple of weeks left to this election. Some people are saying like civil war. But not in like the line up and shoot each other kind of way. I just think more unrest. Probably more unrest. At least for the first couple of months after the election. Especially if Biden wins. Because, uh, you know, Trump's enabling of white supremacy. And I know, look, like when you say Trump has denounced white supremacy, yeah, he has. He has made those statements. But then he also makes ambiguous statements. Then he also retweets QAnon conspiracies. He tells the Proud Boys to stand by. So it's like, yeah, he makes denouncements, but then he turns around and talks out of both sides of his fucking mouth. So you've got, you've got excited Proud Boys. Hashtag Proud Boys. Continue to make America racist again. Again. 
So there's going to be some shit that happens. And plus, people are fucking, like, pent up from COVID, from being locked inside. Even, even you know, people who do wear a mask, like myself, who do socially distance. Like, we already had a mental health crisis in this country and an opioid crisis and all that kind of crises. And COVID didn't help. And the divisiveness of Trump didn't help. And it just seems like it's all coming to a fucking head. And there's going to be some shit. Then there's the economic shit. And all the fucking debt that we've piled up. And, uh, you know, for being the so-called conservative, even before COVID, our budget deficit was approaching a fucking trillion. And uh, people have lost their jobs. And businesses have shut down. And and it's like it's it's like our backs are against a wall, and when and when when creatures, when beings are put into a corner, I mean we get a little animalistic. It's fight or flight, you know. So some are gonna fight. It does seem like uh, people have been emboldened. They're very bold. I was talking to my sister in law about that recently, just on uh, on SMS text. And people are just bold right now. Like it's, uh, the racism's always been there. The anger's always been there. The homophobia's always been there. The bigotry's always been there. But it's, uh, it's been, it's been, been more re-normalized. And I say re because we have a history of some of that shit. And we thought it went away. Well, ignorantly, some people thought it went away. But it just got swept under the rug. And now the fucking rug lit on fire in, in the in the California fires, and now we've revealed what's under the rug. So it's just shit that's always been there. And, and, and it's a recipe for, you know, something's got to come to a head. It's just the way it goes. This is fucking history. Know your history. Know your rules. You better know your rules. If you don't, you'll be eaten in your sleep. <laughs> If you don't know that's from, watch The Office. But we got to know our history. This is how empires go down. And we won't be an empire in America forever. This is just the way of empire. It's always been this way. Rome, Greece, China, China, Britain. Spain, Babylon, I could go on and on. They last a certain time, and they fucking go down in flames. And then the next next man up, step up, next one. And then they'll go down in flames. We just, we just can't help ourselves. As, as humans, as cultures, as countries... It's just crazy to be in the midst of like the unraveling of of an empire. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just a hard thing. Like empires are built on blood. Empires are built on oppressing others. Empires are won at the at the end of a sword or a gun or a nuclear weapon. So that's just that's just the way of the world. And to be in the midst of, of a of a crumbling of an empire is 
Well, it kind of sucks, but I don't think we've seen the worst of it. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And it may, it may not get better. In, I mean, it'll probably get better in my lifetime. Those of us who make through it, make it through. But it's, it's probably going to, you know, it's probably going to be uncomfortable for a while for people living in the States. You know, if Biden wins, it's not just going to be like, oh, now everything's cool. I mean, we're still in the midst of a pandemic. Climate change is still real. Civil unrest is is still going to happen. Probably even more so. Because, you know, people on the losing side, they got a lot of fucking guns and a lot of animosity. And sure, most people just talk shit. They don't do shit. But they're getting they're getting more uh, bold and more fearful, and fear only leads to bad things in these situations. So, uh, if anyone listening knows a a lovely hobbit hole in New Zealand for a decent price, hit me up because <laughs> I'll come check it out. Maybe put an offer on it. New Zealand would be lovely. If, if, if it was easier to move out of the States, you got to have like a job that they want, which my wife kind of does as a nurse, but it's a, it's a pain in the ass to get nursing licensure out of, out of the States. Um, I would look at New Zealand. I would look Ireland. Ireland's lovely, but you know, what the fuck do I know? I've only been to Ireland once. Canada is a logical choice. Just because the culture is so similar. But I'm not going anywhere. I don't know. I'm not going anywhere. At least at this point. I mean, I'm I am going out of California, likely. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm leaning towards. But that's just because of the fucking fires. But I'm not going out of the States. So sorry to all my um my my listeners down under. I won't be joining you. Plus, in Australia, you got too many goddamn creatures that I am fucking terrified of. Snakes falling out of ceilings? What the fuck is that? Spiders the size of your face? Are you fucking mad? Like, no thank you. I know I know your cities are beautiful. The people seem lovely. You know? But, goddamn... <laughs> Some of those creatures are out of control. That's why I'd go to New Zealand. I, I, I guess New Zealand, you guys don't have as, uh, as crazy as critters as Australia does. Plus, the topography in New Zealand's amazing. You get, you get all the different types: mountains, beaches, forests, other places. <laughs> Your cities are amazing. You know, clean. Uh, safe from what I understand unlike uh, unlike the US you know for for as great as we think we are like I think we only have one city in the top 50 in terms of safety and crime I think it's uh, somewhere in California actually and I know there's a lot of great places in the states but it just seems like out of 50 cities like top 50 cities we got one man make America great again woo Trump
Just kidding. I'm not putting that all on Trump. Just fucking with you. You don't have to defend him all the time. You got to make jokes. Got to be able to make jokes. Speaking of jokes, can we just admit that when you're in your 70s, you don't need to spray tan anymore? Like, it's over, man. Like, fucking, it's okay that you're pale white and you're probably bald. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> you're so vain. I know I'm vain, but come, that's a next level of vanity. When you're in your 70s and you're getting like, uh, what are we going to go with today, boss? I want the orange, the orange spray tan just like yesterday and every other day. I mean, come on, man. Give it up. Just be pa- pale and pasty. It's all good. It's all good. But I, I am vain. I am vain. I uh, I do a lot of working out because I like it, but I just I like to look good. <laughs> And it's simply for the simply for vanity's sake. I don't, I don't know what else to, to how else to to put it. Like I like to do shit. I like to be able to lift heavy stuff and go on long bike rides. And you know I like to not worry about my health as much as I would have to if if I wasn't in shape. Getting into my forties now, you know things start falling apart. Blood pressure starts rising. Your skin starts to not look as nice. Not feel as good. I like to take care of myself. But mainly, I just, when I catch myself in the mirror, I want to be like, oh yeah, I'd fuck him. <laughs> That's pretty much the reason. So I get it, Donald Trump. I understand. But I get, but I'm guessing, no, I'll probably be vain too. I can't shit on Trump for that. I bet in my 70s, I'll, I'll still want to have like a six pack, you know. Just might have some extra skin on top of it, but that's okay. So I get the vanity. I feel you, dog. I feel you. But that's the only thing I feel you on. I don't feel you on how you uh, fulfill that vanity itch with orange spray paint and a comb over. But I understand why you do it. Because I can be I can be vain as shit. So nothing but love for me, Trump. Oh, wait. Oh, there's all the other issues. All 7,000 other issues that I think you're fucked on. But I think I've said enough about that. I always say that. I always say, I think I've talked enough about Trump. <laughs> Five minutes later, here we are again. That's what happens in, uh, in, in me and Mike's book, which is out in one day. It's out tomorrow. Tuesday the 20th. Holy shit. Where has the time gone, Matt? Well, it's gone into the abyss that is 2020. Um, we, we end up talking about Trump way more often than we want to. And we try to get away and then it just circles back. Just comes right on back. I think that's, I think that's his tactic. He gets people talking about him even when they're trying not to. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the Bonfire Sessions Autumn. It is out. Depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on release day on the 19th, it is out tomorrow. If you're listening to it anytime after the 19th, it is out now. So pause this fucking podcast right now. Pause it. Well, after I finish the sentence, pause it. Go over to Amazon, Bonfire, the Bonfire Sessions, Autumn. 
You can find it on my Amazon page. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Buy it on Kindle for, wait for it, 99 cents. You can't beat that price. Well, you can, but you're to quote Keith, it's worth every penny. <laughs> Fucker. Yes, it's worth all 99 pennies. So go buy that. Please give a review. And if you're listening to this and you've bought uh, the Bonfire Sessions spring or summer and now autumn, please give a review. Like, head on over there on Amazon. Hook me up with a review. Those are always super helpful. They push sales. All that good shit. So, yeah, in those books, we just – it's Seinfeld, man. It's We're doing Seinfeld. It's a, it's a book about nothing. We go where we go and we talk about what we want to talk about and it, we don't have a plan. There's no outline. Uh, there's really even no target audience. It's anyone who just likes to enjoy reading, a good conversation, someone who enjoys me or Mike. That's all. So go do that. And speaking of Mike, uh, I'll give everyone an update. Um, he seems to be doing well. So God bless modern America, modern, modern America, modern medicine. God bless science. Because uh, it seems like the chemo is, is, I don't know, kicking his ass, but hopefully working. Um, so he feels okay, but it, it's tough. Chemo's tough. But he's only got uh, about a month left. And then they'll reevaluate to see if uh, the cancer's gone. Lord willing, it will be. Um, and good news is he plans on rekindling the Bonfire Sessions podcast. So he's a fucking trooper for you people. So if you haven't uh, if you haven't caught up on the Bonfire Sessions podcast, it's still over there on Podbean, or you go to the thebonfiresessions.net and you can link through there. So that's yet another podcast where you can get your podcast fix. And, and it seems like as soon as he's done with chemo, he'll probably start back up, if all things go well, start back up in uh, January. And so then I'll have three podcasts. Holy fuck, how am I going to how am I gonna manage my schedule? Cocaine, that's how. I'm just kidding. I don't do cocaine. I don't do anything these days. I smoke a little weed and that's about it. I think I've completely um, given up alcohol. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that exciting. Even just a glass of wine. Doesn't sound good right now. Like a whiskey definitely doesn't sound good. So, I might be completely done with the with the old alcohol. With the boozing. Plus, I'm so vain that, you know, the less alcohol you drink, the, uh, you know, the better your abs look. So, in the spirit of vanity, you know, water and... Uh, that's about it. Water and ju- I've been doing a lot of juice fasting, which is pretty fun. So like fresh juices, beet juice, carrot juice. It's not like the most exciting, but it's fucking good for you. I just feel the nutrients pulsing through my body. So yeah, I'm just one of those boring 38-year-olds who doesn't do any boozing any longer. No partying for me. Uh, the party and I do is uh, like a plank workout. I did 20 minutes the other day. Can you believe that shit? I'm not. I'm not one to brag and boast, but I'm light hot butter on your breakfast toast. 
but 20 minute plank. I had someone, uh, <laughs> I had someone say I was vain because I posted a picture of myself without a shirt on Facebook and said that I, I accomplished 20 minute plank and they just put you're so vain. And I was just like, uh, what did I say? Those who can't do bitch about those who can. <laughs> I wanted to make a meme out of that shit. But it's true. It's like, why do you, I don't know. What, what is, what is, what is it? What is it? What, 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 what is this about not being able to scroll by people's social media's posts? What is that? It's just like, ah, I got to say something. I got to talk shit. And it wasn't even a Facebook friend. Because I was like, who the fuck is this? And I clicked on him and it said, add friend. And I was like, this isn't even, who is this person? Who is this person? What are you, who are you? Who are you person out there? I don't even remember your name. Why, why do you have to go on people who don't, you don't know? You never met in your life. I couldn't pick you out of a lineup. You probably couldn't even pick me out of a lineup. How do you, do you follow me? How'd you even see my post? And to sit here and be like, I got to say something. I got to fucking say something. Not, not, not say something about some atrocity. Like, I, I got to say something about this because this is, this is un, uh, uncalled for. It's just some, about someone with a shirt off saying I did a 20 minute plank. And you're like, of all the shit that's going on in the world. I got to fucking say something to this. This has, I've got to put an end to this shit. If we only had less people doing planks and posting pictures of their shirt off, this fucking would be a great society. God damn it. And I'm going to be the one to, 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 to put an end to this shit. Like what? (laughs) It's so funny to me. This stranger, how dare he? How dare he be proud of some grand accomplishment? It's really just more like, my fat ass can't do it and fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm not fat shaming anyone. I should probably edit that out, huh? <laughs> Someone's going to be bad. <laughs> I can't do it, so fuck this guy. It's just so funny to me. It's so funny to me. People just like to bitch. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, just just scroll on. Just scroll on. If you don't like it, just scroll on. If you, if, and, if you, and if you just want to disagree with me all the time, just scroll on. I love disagreement. But if I only see your name when it's like, Ah! Disagree! Don't say that about Trump! Like, I'm not going to talk to you. I like to disagree with people that I have a relationship and a rapport with. So we understand where, where each other are coming from. You can disagree with me all day long, as long as I have a rapport with you. Derek Day, Katie Valentine, Keith Giles, Jamal Javanji. I got, I got rapport with you because I've done a podcast with y'all for years. Let's disagree till we're blue in the face because we, we, we understand where each other are coming from. I can talk shit. We can get mad at each other and understand at the, at the root of our getting upset with each other even is love, is a relationship. Michelle Collins, Adam Erickson, people like that, people I've known, come disagree with me because at the end of the day, we're homies. But Joe Blow, 
who I never talk to, all, all you do is pop on my page to tell me I'm wrong? Like, fuck off. Like, I don't, I don't, I never asked you for your opinion. And yeah, it's a public forum, but if you're just there to be a fucking cunt, like, you're just there to tell me I'm wrong. Like, I don't give a fuck if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> Develop a relationship first with me and then we'll, we'll dialogue. That's the funny thing about social media. It's just like, we can just pop off at each other. Could you imagine if we did that on the streets? Like you just overhear a conversation. You're like, hey, actually. I got I to gotta, I gotta correct you there. Sitting at a restaurant. Uh, ma'am. Ma'am. I heard you what you said to your boyfriend over there. And I just want to clarify that that's actually not true. Um, what you said, it's been, it's been proven to be false. Uh, I, I can share a link with you if you'd like. No. We don't do that shit. It's fucking annoying. Let it go. Enjoy your meal. Shut the fuck up. Scroll on. Move on with your day. There's other shit to get enraged with. Or or to, you know, there's there's so much going on in the world. Calling me vain because I pulled my shirt off and showed off an accomplishment. It just shows to me that you're jealous. Like you got a one pack and you're jealous that I got a six pack. And you're like, I got to knock this guy down a peg. Because my abs don't look that good. So I got to make sure he knows that he's a fucking piece of shit. So I feel better about being a piece of shit myself. That's often what it is. Our life's not going great. And instead of putting in the work, I'll tell you what, it takes work to do a 20-minute plank. You don't just do a 20-minute plank. It takes work. But instead of doing the work, you want to just fucking bitch. Because doing a 20-minute plank, plank for you is just laying down on the floor. <laughs> Let's be real. So don't don't knock down people. People are at where they're at. People are doing not I was about to say people are doing their best. <laughs> they're not. But some people are. Instead of getting fucking annoyed by where people are at, if they have success, if they make an accomplishment, fucking be happy for them. And if you want to have an accomplishment, fucking work your ass off for it. And you might not get it. You might fucking fail. I fucking fail all the time. Case in point, look at this shitty little show. <laughs> no, it's actually going pretty well. A lot more of you are listening than I thought, so cheers. But I fail all the time. My my book, Devoted as Fuck, I sold less than 100 of, the, uh, of, the, of that bitch. <laughs> less than 100. It's been out, um, Christ, when did it come out? I don't even know. I think it's been out six months and I've sold less than a hundred. That's, that's not an accomplishment. That's not a victory for where I thought I would, I, it would be. And then you, sometimes you win some. Heretic sold, uh, it's over 2000 now. That's a, that's a good accomplishment. That's, that's winning. But you win some, you lose some. 
You fail all the time. Some articles when I was writing for Pathios went viral. Hundreds of thousands of views in a month. Hundreds of thousands. That's crazy. Some? A hundred. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Swing and a fucking miss. It is what it is. So don't don't fucking hate on people because you're failing too. Enjoy each other's accomplishments. Be there when each other fail. And if you want to fucking win more often than you lose, like you're going to have to work your ass off. Whether it's writing, whether it's music, whether it's fitness, whether it's putting down that cigarette, whether it's putting down that drink, whatever it is, you're going to fail. But if you work your ass off, surround yourself with people who aren't yes people, but who aren't toxic, someone who's going to call you on your shit, but be there with you thick and thin, you'll get there. Most of you will get there. Some of you might not, <laughs> but most of you will. I have faith. So that's all I got today. That I'm just fucking talking, rambling on. I'm the rambling man. Uh, be excited for next week's because Jeff Turner is, he's an inspiration. You're my inspiration. You bring meaning to my life. He is an inspiration. That man has, uh, he's got some good things to say. So you're going to want to tune in next week. And uh, be on the lookout for his uh, interview on Heretic Happy Hour. We have done so many fucking interviews that it's kind of, we're kind of backlogged, but it's going to be out sometime. We've had some great ones. Rob Bell's coming up soon. Brenda Marie Davies. Uh, Kristen Dumez? Dumez, I think. She wrote uh, Jesus and John Wayne or the Gospel and John Wayne or something that's gotten pretty popular. We've got a lot of them. A lot of them in the bank there. And Jeff's one of them. And speaking of Brenda Marie Davies, I am going to be on her show next month, uh, God is Gray on YouTube. I think it's a, I think it's a podcast too. Uh, but she's got like a fucking 106,000 subscribers on YouTube. Holy shit. So I'm going to have to be on my best behavior. And it's a it's a video. So, you know, as vain as I am, I'm going to have to make sure my shit's all clean. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening. Go pick up the Bonfire Sessions Autumn. As soon as you get done listening to this. 99 cents is all it costs. And guess what? For all you people that don't have Kindle, next year the whole collection is going to be out in print. So don't fret. If you haven't picked up any of them, you're like, well, I want a real book, like like me, to be fair. I like real books. Um, next spring, all four seasons is going to be out in print. Paperback. I want my paperback, 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 paperback. It's going to be out for y'all. Uh, but if you like Kindle, pick it up. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash mjdistefano. Big ups to all the people who do support me and ensure that my work continues to get pumped out 
And if you don't get the money, that's cool. It's free to give a review on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review this show. Five stars only or you're dead to me. You're fucking dead to me. Peace and love. You know I love you. We'll see you next week with Jeff. Bye.